Hello, SBT community, Ray here, and I'm so excited to be on Kathy's 200th episode podcast where she's talking all about the ways that businesses can be future-proofed into the future. I'm excited for you to hear this episode. I can't wait to listen to the episode to hear from all the amazing talents from all around the world. I'll catch you on the show. You're listening to the Small Business Talk podcast with Kathy Smith. Small Business Talk is a podcast for business owners and entrepreneurs who want a better way to run their businesses without spending years doing it the hard way. Small Business Talk is hosted by Kathy Smith, who has run the same marketing agency for more than 17 years and helped hundreds of business owners achieve their marketing goals. Welcome to Small Business Talk, episode 200. Oh my golly gosh, I cannot believe it is 200 episodes. So for the audience that has been with Small Business Talk from the beginning, February 2019, thank you so very much. So I thought today we would do something a little bit different and it was inspired by Amy Bett. When I was interviewing her for episode 197, She said, you've almost made 200. What are you going to do? And I didn't have an idea. But as I thought on it, I thought, wouldn't it be great to bring on some special guests? So I've asked them one question, how to future-proof your business. So I hope you're going to enjoy all these little snippets of special guests answering that question. It's 200 episodes, pretty amazing. Thank you so much for the team. Thank you to Ray Minadoni that inspired it all to begin with. And thank you for you, the listeners, because without it, there is no podcast. There's no reason to do it. There is no motivation. So to all the small business community, SBT, we love you from the bottom of our hearts and we hope that you will enjoy this episode and to continue listening. Now let's get on with the show how to future-proof your business. Hey, Ian, it's great to have you back on the podcast, Small Business Talk. We have Ian Hawkins, who was one of our wonderful guests, and now we're about to hit 200. How exciting. Congratulations, Kathy. That's awesome, 200 episodes. So how do you think we should be looking at future-proofing our business? For me, it's knowing your value that you bring to your business. So if it's your show, or even if you're just one of the team, it's knowing what it is that you bring that is unique to you, that is your go-to gift that you know is going to add the most value, not just to the business itself, but into the people that you work with, the people you connect with. And probably most importantly, as a business owner, is the other important people in your life outside of business time. Fantastic. And you being a podcaster yourself, congratulations on your 400 episodes. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, just hit 400. Uh, it's funny. I don't know about you, but it was kind of one of those things like, it's just a no-brainer. I'm forever talking to people and having these conversations. And it's amazing once you start racking up the numbers and and how quickly time seems to go. And uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited by that. And uh You've inspired me with with your celebrations and and the lengths you've gone to for my 500, which uh, which will come around sooner than we think. 
It will indeed. Somebody told me in February that it was Christmas was coming and I didn't believe him. But of course, as the, the months and the episodes tick on, it becomes very quick. So my journey to podcasting was a little different. I wasn't talking all the time. So podcasting was a way to make me talk all the time. So people get into podcasting for different reasons. So well done on your 400. And do you have one tip for anybody who's thinking about starting a podcast? Absolutely. Have a team. So I worked with the uh, the good people at uh, Amplify You and they showed me how to get it all started, how to set it up, how to have people who can do different tasks. And I, I couldn't have done all that stuff without them. I'm, I'm on the extrovert side, so the technical stuff doesn't necessarily come easy to me. So having someone who can explain the whole process in simple terms and then having people on my team to be able to do that, I, I just wouldn't be able to happen as I was going to say seamlessly. There are still some some bugs occasionally because <laughs> that's just part of it, right? Things go wrong. But it couldn't happen as seamlessly as it does um, without uh, without having a team around you and and having that structure. I definitely echo that. Trying to do it all yourself, there is so much more that goes into a podcast episode than people will realise if they haven't tried it themselves. Yeah. So yeah, definitely having that team that allows the motivation, it allows things to happen. And mm. you're not tearing your hair out, spending a lot of time doing things that is maybe not in your technical genius. Absolutely. I will also say that you can find all sorts of reasons not to do it, but it was actually when we went to the first lockdown, 2020, when I saw a friend doing live interviews, uh, Just I think he was using StreamYard, and I'm like, oh, I can start that now. And I, and I know you came on uh, when I was in those early days, Kathy, and told your story, which was awesome, before it turned into a podcast proper so there are really simple steps you can take to get a podcast started without having to worry about the whole production if you're wanting to tiptoe into it absolutely and yes when I did come on yours it it was just literally um zoom and I think we went went live so um yeah it was not as complicated as it can be and I think that's another thing people do is they overcomplicate things so thank you for being part of our 200 episode celebration here on Small Business Talk. You're welcome. Thank you, Kathy. Our next special guest is Amy Bett. And we have to say a big thank you to Amy because that's how this episode came about. We were recording 197 and Amy said, what was I going to do to celebrate 200? And I didn't know. So this is how this collaboration got together. So, Amy, from the bottom of our house, thank you very much. Oh, Kathy, firstly, I'm so excited that you decided to do something and celebrate this massive milestone because it is a huge milestone from one podcaster to another. I know the commitment, the grit, the consistency that it takes to be able to put out a podcast week after week and the fact that you've got 200 episodes like I'm so inspired and it's made me you know really realize that it can be done so I'm inspired by you and I'm going to be more consistent after watching you lead the way so a, a huge congratulations for getting to this huge milestone. Thank you so much. How do you think we should be looking at future proofing our business? Yeah I had to really think about this but of course I'm going to go from a profit first lens because I know you know, how much cash flow is 
so important for your business. And so to future-proof your business, the one tip that I have is actually to get to know your numbers. Now, we have spoken about this in more detail on my previous episode, but it's so important to understand how to read your financial reports and then allocate your cash flow into different buckets so that you have financial visibility and you protect yourself from spending your cash flow in the wrong way. That is the biggest tip that I could give any business owner. Of course, Kathy and I are going to fight about marketing as well because we need to have our marketing to bring the money in to fill up the bank accounts. Absolutely. Um, but if you can, yes, yeah, you can. We're going to fight. No, we're not going to fight. We work in harmony together and I'm sure we're going to have collaborations um, in the future because the two go hand in hand. So, yeah, keep an eye on that cash flow. Fall in love with your numbers. Don't be scared of your numbers and because, you know, it's money that makes makes your business, the wheels turn. Um, yeah, get excited by numbers. Excellent. And I think that's great advice. And if you do want to hear that full episode, it's 197 on Small Business Talk. So thank you very much, Amy, for your idea and thank you for being part of our 200th episode. You're so welcome. Congratulations again. Thank you. So we're talking with my special guest, Carl Spreeze from Soul Gazing Photography. How would we future-proof your business? Hey, Kathy. Thank you for having me on. Firstly, congratulations on episode 200, 200 episodes. Holy moly. Well done. Thank you so much. And you were one of our episodes. 120, I believe. 120, yep, yep, yep. So, man, back then I was surprised. I was just, you know, amazed that over 100 and now 200, it's just, yeah, that's some serious commitment. <laughs> a lot of follow up. <laughs> indeed, indeed. And that seems to be a bit of a, a thread with all our guests, particularly podcasters. They realize how much work that a podcast is. So, how would you future-proof our businesses, Carl? So I think the best way to future-proof your business is to go into the future yourself. So how do you put yourself into the future? Meaning there's going to come times where you're going to get winded. There's going to come times when you're going to have hard months. There's going to come times when it's going to seem like everywhere you turn, you just can't get over the costs, the debt, the cash flow issue, whatever it is. Um, and how are you, what, like, why, you got to go back to why are you keeping this dream alive? Really have to dig deeper to that. Why am I keeping it alive? What for? What am I doing all this for? Because every business owner can relate to this. There's times when you go on your hands and knees and you just scream to the clouds and you're wondering why. You're putting yourself through all this self-inflicted pain. Um, and it takes a lot. It's going to take a lot more effort than you will ever realize, but the reward's going to be a lot greater than you could have even imagined. So it's that kind of seesaw or that or both ends of the spectrum there. So the best way to future-proof yourself is if you want to have a lasting business and a success successful business, is to be prepared, not to doomsday or freak yourself out, but be prepared. You need to have some sort of preparation. If you're all um, happy-go-lucky and airy-fairy and everything's fantastical, um, you're not being real with with what the business journey or bringing any idea 
um, requires. So that's one thing I'd say. You really need to find out the purpose. So what's the greater purpose behind it? And also future a way to future proof and a good tip that I've found is to get out of your head and get into the client's head, get into the people that you're serving. What are they thinking? Do they like when there's complications through the sales cycle? Do they like to be stuffed around and stalled because of systems and processes and 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 your organization and how it runs? Or do they prefer nowadays, hey, just give me a quick answer. I need information. I need a decision. I need a solution now. If I don't, if you don't give it to me, I've got the big wide web that I can communicate to. Um, I've got AI to communicate to. I've got all these different things that I can prompt. You're either going to help me along my prompting journey or you're not. And so that you really have to put yourself in the customer's head. How can you help them out? And how are you going to keep that dream alive? And what I've found more recently is that you keep the dream alive because you realize how you actually serve and provide solutions for many people for community and then that ripples out onto this planet on you know into humanity so that's really what i think is going to help you through the future of your business endeavor perfect and i think there was actually quite a few answers there so that's definitely something that people can grab hold of and look into the future and make sure that they are doing the the ups and downs and the 50-50 that life is and remembering that there's going to be great things that happen, but sometimes it's not so good things and trying to to plan to eliminate as many of those as possible. Fantastic. Great tips. Thank you so much for being part of this 200th episode. Thank you, Cathy. Very special to be part of it. I've got Loz McKenzie with me, who is the super connector. So welcome, Loz. Oh, welcome and thanks so much for having me. I'm very excited to be celebrating your 200th episode. It's just phenomenal and uh, it's a big commitment to record a heap of episodes so to get to 200 and still continuing on is amazing. So it's really good to be here. Thank you. Thank you. And, yeah, we've had a couple of ups and downs but we've made it to 200, which I never thought we would, so that's very exciting. So thank you for being part of it. So the burning question that I've been asking all my 200 guests is how to future-proof your business? What is your one tech boss? Well, I would say because for me, being a super connector, relationships are pivotal to any, any business. So I would say having key relationships that you nurture is the best way to future-proof your business and that's relationships in every aspect of what you do so great relationships and open relationships to have open conversations with your team and your staff being able to have great uh, conversations with your clients um, where you you know maybe they're robust conversations sometimes and also then the people that you strategically align with in terms of your business as well it's really important to um, be conscious about how you nurture those relationships and stay in contact with people because you just never know uh, who people speak to about you and your business that can actually lead to something in the future. So relationships is my, but that's my, yeah, I think that's my solution for everything, having great, <laughs> having great relationships. But it's just being a real person at the end of the day. That's all relationships is, just being a real person to the people around you. Um, that, you know, in every aspect of what you do in your business. Fantastic. And I think that's a great tip too because we sometimes 
forget to stay top of mind. We know people for a long time and we forget that we need to continue to nurture that relationship and make sure that we are staying top of mind. So the opportunity does come. They remember you and they go, oh, yeah, I've got the the right person for you. So I think relationships is a perfect way to future-proof your business. Thanks for helping to celebrate our 200th episode of Small Business Talk. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks, Loz. I'm very pleased to have Ray Minadoni with us today. And Ray is where the podcast all started. So I was heading off for holidays, going to New Zealand for six weeks. And a friend of mine said, Ray's doing this podcast course. You've got to be involved. And I went, nah, I'm going on a family holiday. Not going to happen. Anyway, one thing led to another and I agreed to sign on. So at 9 p.m. at night, when everybody had finished their dinner and was off doing their other things, I was logging on and learning from Ray. So thank you, Ray. Excellent. Pleasure to be here and so delighted that your you know, podcast has now reached episode 200. What a, an amazing milestone. And, you know, they say in the game that most don't go past episode seven and you've definitely outshone that. So here we are. Congratulations and excited to be part of the celebrations. Thank you. And I remember you saying, make sure you have seven in the bag before you launch. No, didn't do that. I launched on February the 14th, 2019, and it took iTunes a whole week before they would allow it to happen. So go Android. We got it on first up and (laughs) it just went from there. And then I thought, right, I will do 10. I will do 15. I'll do 20. I'll do 50. And suddenly it's 100, and now it's 200. Woohoo! Amazing. So, Ray, I'm asking all my guests that are coming on for the 200th episode one question How to future proof your business? What do you reckon? Awesome. This, and uh, I think you're a true testament to this statement that I'm about to make, but I think it's about consistency. You've got to show up and play the game and you know, I think a lot of time people think that consistency means that you have to do it every day or you've got to have like a magic morning routine and and have that discipline. But I think consistency when you zoom out and, you know, we're living lives now where there's a million things pulling us in a million different directions. And I think consistency is just doing something on an ongoing basis. It could be that you do something once a month. But if you consistently do that for two, three, four, five years, you'll see the results that whatever you're trying to do uh, will achieve. And I couldn't believe when you said before that it was 2019 because that is such a long time away. And uh, I didn't know you were going to say that. And just reflecting on this question, you know, that's the consistency of just hitting the publish button for your podcast. Then before you know it, you're at episode uh, 200. And I think that's kind of you know, we we tend to live in a world where there's a lot of agile and startup mythology and it's like you quit, you launch fast and you break things and, you you know, you pivot regularly. Um, and I'm probably guilty of that as well, where I keep jumping into new projects, you know, shiny objects. It's like, we're all over here. Um, but if you keep doing something consistently, uh, it pays off. And even if that is once a month, once a year maybe, I don't know, um, after a decade, you probably get the results you want. So consistency is, I think, how we can future-proof our businesses doing the same thing, um, consistent and showing up and action trumps the idea, you know. Absolutely. They say it's a thought that counts, but if you don't actually put that into action, who knew that you even had the thought? That's right. <clears throat> yeah, you got to, yeah, that's right. Show them, don't tell them type of thing. You know, if you show your results, 
you know, do your little thing, your little side hustle, your little project, your new business idea. Uh, you know, even if you just worked on something for like one hour a day or one hour, you know, every second day, that little consistency will just kind of chip away at that little project. It might even be an art project that you do for meditation or relaxing or unwinding. I think that's um, where it's really important if you keep doing it um, and being adaptive to the change, you know, that we do live in very dynamic worlds these days where we you know our calendars can be hijacked we can you know appear at work look what happened over the last two years with COVID like, like who would have had that uh, in their you know marketing plans and business plans and life goals and so spanners can get thrown you know thrown into the mix so being flexible and allowing that consistency to change maybe it used to be something you do daily but now you need to do it weekly you know my podcast went through that as well where I used to do a weekly show and um it got a lot and started a new business and I thought, no, the podcast is something I still want to do. It goes to fortnightly, you know, but the consistency is still there, but it just looks different now post-COVID than what it did before that, you know, so dynamic. <laughs> Absolutely. And for our American audience, fortnight is every second week. I know you guys have um, trouble with that, so I'll um, explain that one. And I love how you say the flexibility because sometimes it is a case of you being really consistent, something gets in the way and you fall off the horse, stop, start again, get back on and let's go. Yeah, that's right. And um, and being okay with when you do fall off the horse, you know, having self-care and being sympathetic and being aware that you've fallen off the horse and getting you know, that putting that intention that you want to get back on the horse, you know, uh, don't blame that you've fallen off the horse as the reason why. Be consciously aware that, yep, I've fallen off. This is the truth statement right now. There's no need to be in denial. Um, call a spade a spade when it happens and then get back on that horse and build up that momentum and the consistency again. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Ray, from the, the first episode to the um, 200th episode. I appreciate that you put your course out and you were consistent and you put us through that six weeks of sometimes it was a, a bit of a stretch, but we made it through and look what happens, 200 episodes. Amazing. Well, well done. Congratulations. And thank you for taking action and being a true testament of what consistency looks like. <laughs> thank you so much for being here to celebrate. Welcome, Katrina. We have Katrina Ford from Kate IT who has been a very regular guest on our podcast, now doing two editions, one that you haven't heard yet, so stay tuned for that. We can't have everything on our 200th celebration, but we will have Kate on a, a future um, podcast. So welcome, Katrina. Thank you very much, Cathy, and thanks for having me. You are very welcome. So when you came on the podcast way back when, did you expect it to hit 200 episodes? I definitely didn't. But you know what? When I think about it with you, Kathy, the sky's the limit when you set a goal to achieve something. So I can see us coming back for the 500 episode um, very, very soon. Oh, well, I haven't even thought that far out. <laughs> <laughs> now you're setting the bar really high. So. <laughs> so with our 200 special, we are asking all our guests, how do you future-proof your business? So with cyber as a very hot topic, how do we future-proof our business? Thank you, Cathy. So for this 200 episode special, my advice to future-proof your business is to think about cybersecurity. Cybersecurity is a huge issue. I don't know if you've been living under a rock, if you haven't heard about it right now, 
but it's impacting all different types of businesses and individuals as well. So to future-proof your business, don't just look at the technology side of your business when it comes to cybersecurity. Train your people. Your, your business is reliant on the people and the staff that you have, even if it's just you and you're the only person in your business, it's even more important that you learn the the tactics and the tricks and the tips that these hackers are using to get into your organization. So look at how can you future-proof your business. You can't future-proof it if you don't save it because what one of the scary statistics is that 60% of small businesses that suffer a significant cyber breach go out of business within the first six months after that breach. So you wouldn't have a business in the future if you don't secure it. And scary statistics, but definitely something we need to be looking into and very pleased that you have um, recorded us an episode so people will be able to find out more about that human element of looking after your business and protecting it so that we do have a business for the future. Yes. I'm looking forward to sharing the tips and tricks with everybody on the human element, the part that's normally forgotten about when we think about cybersecurity. Fantastic. So thank you for being part of our 200th celebration. And Congratulations, yeah. Kathy. It's such an achievement. I'm so proud of you and, you know, all that you've achieved and all the people that you've had on the podcast. Congratulations. You should be super, super proud. Thank you so much. And 500 episodes well I'm not sure about that but we'll see we'll see what so Jemima how can we future proof our business yeah this is one of my favorite questions I get all the time my favorite thing for future proofing is you need to start advocating for yourself today as you know I love visibility I love when people start advocating for themselves but you need to get very clear about what problem you solve who you solve that problem for and then putting that on repeat literally every day in your social media, in your personal brand, when you're contacting media, these are things that you need to do on repeat. Future-proofing your business will only be done if you're advocating for yourself for a place at the table. Fantastic. I love that so much because you hear businesses say, but I'm so good at what I do. Yes, you are. But if nobody knows... That is who you are. Very hard for people to find you. We definitely do not want to be the best-kept secret in our business or our industry. Agreed. So thank you so much for being part of our 200th episode special and thank you for doing 199 of Small Business Talk. So I've got Wendy Corner from Your Words Have Power with me. So Wendy, 104th episode was the last time you were on. How amazing. And you're on 200. I am super impressed. One of the things that podcasts can come and go but yours has longevity which is fabulous to see so I'm super impressed and absolutely privileged to be back part of your 200th episode thank you very much for inviting me back you are very welcome and as you say they can come and go we've had a couple of little hiccups in the middle but that's Uh okay we have got back on the horse and continue to go so the audience that stuck with us during the hiccups thank you very much for you that are just finding us new just binge watch you don't have to worry about all the hiccups so wendy i'm asking all my guests on the 200th episode one question Mm -hmm. how do you future proof your business Oh, no, that is such an important question, isn't it, in this present day? Well, 
obviously I'm going to say you get out and tell people about it because as entrepreneurs, we can be the world's best kept secret. We've got into entrepreneurship for a reason. We've got a burning passion about either a, sub, uh, a, a product that we use, we, we manufacture, we've got a service, something that we do. And if we don't get out and network, if we don't get out and talk to people about it, how are they going to know? And that is your biggest asset in terms of keeping your business going. Tell people about it. People want to buy from you. Yes, your product, your service is brilliant, but at the bottom end of it, they want to know who you are. So be your authentic self and tell people about how wonderful it is. Forget the tall poppy. No. You've got to be able to tell them what it is and what benefits they get and how it's going to be the best thing for them. Trust that helps. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. If you can be more. enthusiastic about it well, at the same time, go for it. Yes, definitely. We were um, having a discussion about that during the week, actually, how marketing can be really hard for people. But if you turn it around to problem solving, it's much easier. Selling can also be really hard for people. But if you think about serving, then once again, it's much easier. So yeah. get out there and let people know that you can problem solve and serve their mm -hmm. issues. Exactly. Because that's the thing when, when you're speaking, because people often get nervous about it. We keep, well, this is not about you. This is about your audience. What do they want to know? So you can say all the things that, that are brilliant in as far as you're concerned, but what do they want to know? How is it going to, as you say, solve their problems? How do they want to feel? And that is so very, very important thinking of the customer's perspective. And that's why jargon is so difficult and you shouldn't be using it because the customer doesn't understand. So if you put yourself in the customer's shoes, get out there and tell them, wouldn't it be awful if you were had this really burning desire to fix this problem? The person, the client, is really trying to find it, can't find it anywhere, and you as the supplier have it, but they don't know how to find you. So you absolutely have to go and tell them. So thank you, Wendy, for being part of our 200th episode. And we look forward to you coming back and talking to us again soon. What a privilege. Thank you so much for asking me, Kathy. Looking forward to the next one. Bye from me. Thank you very much. Bye. Hi, Liz, Liz Dubrello. Thank you for coming and being part of my 200th episode. So good to have you here. Thanks so much for having me, Kathy, and hi to all your followers and listeners. I can't believe we've made 200. It's just uh, an amazing feat that I never really thought of that it would happen. Congratulations. It's an absolutely phenomenal achievement. I've got to ask you, I've got to pop my coaching hat on, what are you going to do to celebrate your success for 200 episodes? So you are going to be part of my 200th episode, and this will be a whole stack of guests asking and answering, how do you future-proof your business? That's fantastic. And thank you so much for inviting me to come along. And I'm super excited to share my top tips with everyone. So how do you future-proof your business, Liz? So for me, it's all about embracing technology, Kathy. And when I first started my business, I had absolutely no idea how many systems and processes 
and apps were even available. So I just jumped in and it was really about wanting to serve others. So as a leadership coach and trainer, I was just really keen to share my knowledge and I didn't stop and think about, okay, what are the systems and tools that I might need? So I've really embraced technology. So for me, I use a ton of business systems to try and keep myself streamlined and efficient as possible. So I use eSign technology, I use password managers, I use ChatGPT now. So really embracing whatever the new technology is that's coming in and keeping on top of all of that. I think that's a wonderful tip because we just don't know what we don't know. And as our businesses move, then different technology comes in and it can be a real time saver. So I think that's an absolutely wonderful tip on how to future-proof our business. So I'm chatting with Pauline Bright. Pauline was my very first guest on February 2019. Welcome, Pauline. Oh, thanks so much, Kathy. It's great to see you. So 200 episodes. Can you believe it when we did our first one? I know. I remember it really well. <laughs> it was great. And I think at one stage we worked out that the laptop had hibernated and we were having this great chat and it didn't record and we had to re-record it. Yes, those are the things that happen, aren't they? <laughs> Podcast. But how should we future-proof our businesses, Pauline? Well, it's an interesting concept, isn't it? A lot of people think that because they've made their business once, then it doesn't need to get remade forever and ever. So it's a bit like the Charles Darwin's theory of evolution about survival of the fittest and evolution by natural selection. And not to be too brutal, but quite seriously, you either evolve or you perish. And that's really sad because I feel really disappointed when people start a business and they don't grow with the business or the market or the clients or the environment and then they end up closing their business which is really really sad this is about evolving and your adaptability to the environment and and the interesting thing is it changes over time everything changes and so if you think about hairdressers for example that's a really basic requirement that's something that people will probably need forever and ever. Whether it ever would be taken over by AI, I don't know, unless unless it's a Jetsons kind of... <laughs> the old Jetsons thing where you put the, the thing on your head and all of a sudden you take it off and you have this gorgeous new hairdo. But anyway, so what came out of hairdressing was uh, beauty salons, beauty therapy, you know, brow bars, all kinds of things. And even, you know, nail salons, everything. So if they're related to that, you have to actually think about if you have a business like that that is very specialised. So if you go back to the core business, which was the hairdressing, and all of these other things are things that have evolved over time, is that evolution of that particular part of a business, so for example, a nail salon, how long are nail salons going to survive? I'm not victimising anybody here, just making an example. In the future, is what I'm offering now uh, valuable? So the clues are all around you. Um, what happens in the newspaper industry, for example. So the newspaper industry has changed dramatically over the last uh, 100 or so years. Uh, they had their heyday, basically, and now they've started on the decline. And so people get their news online and in totally different ways. If you were a publisher and you thought that newspapers would never die, well, you could be in a very sticky situation. So you, you absolutely have to adapt. And they did. And they, they absolutely think it would never die. Yes. And they didn't jump on the classifieds going on yeah. to online when they had the opportunity. Yes. And look what happened. And and magazines and everything like that. You know, the magazine publishers 
slowly they all just died out. And if you don't specialise in something and if people can't get it any other way, then people aren't interested. So you've got to be able to, to offer something that people really, really want and need and it can only be delivered in that way and by you or your business. So that's the only way you're going to keep evolving and flourishing in business. And, you know, look at desktop publishing, where that started and where it is now. It's absolutely remarkable what people can do on their own computers with the available software. And it's just being developed all the time. And that's that's pretty incredible. You know, if you're really thinking about your business and what it needs, how it's going to not just survive in the future, but flourish. Looking all around you and seeing what's happening in the world and working out where your business fits with that. Let's, let's take example, the AI industry at this stage. GPT chat. I look at that and I look at and I read articles by people who are using that AI function. And while it's, you know, it's great if, if you can't, don't have the time or whatever to do to publish things uh, by yourself, then use something like that, use it as a tool. But what's missing in it, and which I, I find really frustrating, is that it misses that personal element. So yeah. that the thing about business is the person in the business makes the difference. And being able to evolve with the times, but also be able to do something that's highly valued by customers that can't be replaced by someone else or something else. So not AI, not anything. If people think about the way they start a business, future-proofing isn't about protecting the business you've got now. It's more about developing the business you've got now. If you keep doing the same things in the same way with the same products and services to the same market, then you're going to become a dinosaur. That's really sad. And the business you have now, it actually should look quite different in the future. And 5, 10, 20 years down the track, whatever it is, if you can look into the future and see what's happening in the environment. So what's happening politically, socially, economically, just tracking what people buy and what they don't buy and how they buy it and things like that. So it, it's absolutely incredible. It gives you so many opportunities to do amazing, different, innovative, unique things. So that's that's how I look at Future Proof. It's, it's an opportunity to expand, to grow, to learn, particularly learning a lot about yourself you can be the change that you want to see in the world. So you can actually make affect those changes and do those things for your business that something that's, you know, something that's been dropped into a conversation where someone says, oh, you know, this would be really great. So, you know, go and explore some opportunities and never be too busy for that because you can't be too busy to develop your business. So, so many um, nuggets of gold. So thank you very much, Pauline. Well, my pleasure. What comes my to pleasure. mind is the, the meme of the guys pushing the, the old stone cart with the square wheels yes. and the, the gentleman beside with the round wheel going, no, I'm too busy for that. I'm too busy for that. So thank yeah. you for being part of our 200th episode, our first and our 200th. Thank you so very much. So to all the small business community, SBT, we love you from the bottom of our hearts and we hope that you will continue listening. Don't forget to subscribe to Small Business Talk podcast and head on over to smallbusinesstalk.com.au forward slash downloads for all the show notes and links to this episode. Remember, to be great, you must start. 
pick one tip from today's episode, take action and implement it. Let's meet again next week at the same time and place. Until then, take action. And SBT community, enjoy your journey.